Showcase. Is there anything from the Xbox Showcase uh, that you want to talk about real quick before I get into Indiana Jones um, and the? Great I was Earth? happy to see more footage of Avowed. Avowed. Okay. And what's that about? Avowed is um, Obsidian's new RPG, uh, kind of similar in vein to what people have been looking forward to. That before um, Obsidian was picked up by Microsoft, it was basically a, a Skyrim esque. Uh, game, but um, based on the gameplay, I'm actually intrigued uh, because beforehand I was really intrigued for it, but it didn't look when they showed gameplay. It was like, ah, uh, it's not quite like the trailer we kind of presented. And it was a little more goofy. This one seems to kind of fit a better balance between that initial trail, like teaser, and now, and it feels a lot better fitting in this fantasy environment. And uh, mm -hmm. it looks fun, honestly. If the gameplay is to where you can kind of switch on the fly, they're talking about how you can switch weapons, like. You go sword and board, and then what if you set up, oh, but I want to dual wield wands and just be like zap crazy in the different spells and wands and be like almost like a gunslinger with magic. Oh, Rams yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Ramshaw said about his obsidian slapping Bethesda in the face and doing Elder Scrolls right. Basically, yeah, it's a, hey, you guys keep using the Gambrio engine. Yeah, screw that. We're just going to use a better, a, a better game engine and basically do Elder Scrolls, but differently. With a yeah. improved combat system, and all, I'm all for it. I'm all, I'm all for competition. Mm, right. oh, I miss that dark universe coming to any day now. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so was Indiana Jones basically? That was basically the big reveal. That was the biggest reveal that of the uh, Xbox showcase. Yeah, that was mostly okay. It, it, uh, it was avowed. A few other. Um, it was avowed. That was like the big one. Indiana Jones is a big one. And there was like three others in the Xbox director. Uh, what is uh, Senua's uh, Saga Hellblade 2? Senua's Hellblade 2. That was another big one. that They showed off Hellblade, uh, Senua's Hell, uh, Hellblade 2, which looks really good. Senua's Hellblade was developed by, I think it was Ninja Theory. They did a, they published it all on their own. It was a big deal. A couple of years ago, they published it all on their own. They had a double A budget. And uh, they proved that a dub going with a double A budget publishing by themselves could be successful publishing on their own without having to deal with a major publisher and okay. would still be great quality. So people have been waiting a long time to see more Hellblade and uh, what they showed off is pretty good for Hellblade uh, 2. Okay, let's see. Senua Saga. Uh, the first game is all basically about um, uh, Senua, who is this... Um, comes from Damn. a viking yeah no she gets her ass kicked in but because it's a story basically of uh trauma and pain and fighting and she's basically fighting norse demons oh okay. uh, basically um she's a norse woman and she initially on her first game is a quest to basically she has suffered a lot of pain and suffering of the loss of her lover and she's basically gone insane and it's basically her going through her mind and trials and tribulations to trying to find some form of peace. And it just is a beginning on her journey on that to that effect. Hmm. And so this kind of continues her journey to try and trying to go through North, the Norse mythology and trying to find peace and trying to avenge for her tribe and find some form of sanity. When did the first one come out? First one came out. Oof, 
2017, I think. Uh, let me see here. It was, I think. Uh, yep, you are correct. 2017. Yeah, it comes from the perspective of like a Celtic woman who has psychosis. Ah, okay. Uh, Randy from Trudy, he said he loved the first game. A little janky on the gameplay, but really wonderful storytelling. Basically, from the perspective of a Celtic warrior with psychosis simulated for the player uh, to experience. Yeah, and it's also, uh, like he also said, it's like 50-50 whether the Norse mythology or Celtic mythology is um, based on if it's real or not. It's all in our head. It's kind of let up to interpretation because some things happen where you're like, that can't just be in her head. Mm. But you're not quite sure. And this is the first game right here. Looks yeah. looks good. I mean, twenty seventeen. It's good. very impressive. For again, it had a very limited budget. It was they published it on their own. Sending with sacrifice. They published it all on their own, and uh, for a double A game, a double A game, aka a uh, a game with a limited budget, it looked pretty triple A. Handled it had some jank, but it was overall a really strong showing and. It was also good to come out at the time it did because it proved, hey, we don't need AAA publishers anymore. If you you can still make a you have the tools now to make really strong specific games that and it really uh, it, it really boosted like kind of like the indie market. A double A is possible. You don't need it doesn't need to just be a super tiny indie game and big blockbusters. You can have those middle ground games again, and I'm I'm happy to see those. Yeah. Uh, when is this coming out? Uh, the sequel. Uh, it should be coming out relatively soon. May twenty first. Yeah, relatively soon. Um, there was also Aria, um, H History's Untold Historical Grand Strategy. Yeah, that one was kind of a new one. It looks interesting. Okay. Um, what is it? It's like one of those games, like um, what, what's that game called? Civilization. Mm, um, kind of with a mix of other other things to it. It looks interesting. It's a solid. Um, it was a it's solid, solid showing from what I saw on that one. Yeah. So this is it right here. Um, so it's basically this was every showcase. It's just them. It's like a seven, eight minute video of them. Just yeah, basically. Them. Yeah, basically showing how it's done. Ara. Yeah, history untold. It oh. it's showing kind of what they were thinking with it, how they kind of reached their conclusions, what they're doing with the game, how it's kind of going to be like. There were good showings. And yeah, overall, 45 minute presentation. You could have cut those in half and kind of showed more gameplay and not much else. But I, but I could definitely see why that that helped. But I think there were very strong Xbox exclusives. Uh, Senua as like Hellblade Two, Ara, Avowed, Indiana Jones though was the big surprise, and then there was the the fifth game. I'm trying to remember what the fifth. Uh, it says here, Visions of Mania. Yeah, Mana? that one that was the other one, Visions of Mania. Okay. Uh let's take a look at this real quick before we get to the uh Indiana Jones one real quick. Um so Visions of <laughs> Mania. Uh do, 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 do. uh let's see, trailer for it here. Uh -huh. I'm pull up this right here. Okay, got it right here. Okay. What were some of your thoughts on this game? Um I I thought, hey. It looks interesting. Visions of Mana. I I think I may or may not. It's kind of it may or may not be based on like the Mana series, or at least it's heavily inspired by the Mana series from Square Enix. I I don't remember if it is. Uh, it looks solid for a third person kind of hack and slash slash RPG. It 
it, it looks not bad. Damn, dude. Got collar all the way up. And shit. Damn, dude. Yeah. Look at Gotta him. Gotta get that guy. I like that duster. It's pretty nice. Yeah, he's rocking it. He rocks it well. Yeah. yeah, so I think this is, yeah, another continuation of the Mana series, which the Mana series has gone long back to, like, it's pretty, it's a, it's a pretty uh, well-liked series. It's had many different genres in the series, but they've all been JRPGs for the most sense. Mm. Uh, yeah. This was back on the Hellblade game here. So they also had a ton of health, uh, health experts, mental health experts work on the game to create a really realistic uh, depiction of psychosis, the way uh, the audio is mapped, so you really feel like you can hear the voices in her head are amazing. Um, yeah, uh, they have VR for he uh, Hell's Blade, Fa really great VR. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it looks solid for another. I'm I'm happy to see another uh, entry into the Mana series. Uh, they only just recently released uh, a for the Switch. They released, I think, the second story of Mana. That never got properly released in the states. They finally got released a localization and that one on there too. So Mana has a pretty storied history. Working with Square and doing that kind of stuff, they it's a uh, it's got a longevity. It's got a respectful um, in the JRPG crowd. Okay, so the big one. Let's get to it. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Actually, I haven't seen this trailer yet, so I'm gonna. Oh wow, okay. So I'm gonna live react to it. Live reaction, people. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Let me tell you what you are missing, Dr. Jones. While you were playing your pointless game, I was playing you. What do you think? Why would you rate the accent? Uh, Indiana Jones has never had, like, <laughs> let's be honest, it's never had the greatest um, accuracy when it comes to, that's not the point. Yeah. You're wondering if maybe you should have built yourself a life of meaning instead of ending up here, dead and forgotten in the sands of Africa. What do you think about the face? I mean, I think it's pretty well rendered, honestly. Mm. There's some, you know, there's some like, yeah, it's not completely perfect, but I think they did a solid job. Yeah, for I think it, Indiana. Um, I think Sage, uh, Radio Fimentary said on his channel. I mean, it looks better than what they did probably in the movie. Oh um, yeah, no, by far. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think they pretty. I mean, they got the stubble. They got the. They got the jawline. Yeah, I think it's a pretty. Yeah, pretty great render in here. Does that worry yes. you, executive producer Todd Howard? Or I mean, he's an executive producer. He was the executive producer for Starfields and, and other stuff. That didn't that didn't mean anything. Oh, I mean, yes. yeah. <laughs> History. This isn't using the Gabriel engine, so I'm not as worried. Interpret the past. Thousands of years of humanity's thoughts. What do you think about the voice? I mean, that's Troy Baker voicing it. Yeah, uh, I think he's doing a pretty solid job for the most point. You can tell it's not, you know, Harrison Ford, but he's getting a lot of the inflections of of Harrison Ford, and he's trying. I think it's a very solid effort. Yeah, it sounds kind of close enough. It yeah, sounds it's, maybe it's, it's like a 
yeah, and some of the inflections, you've got it. And then some moments, you're like, eh. Yeah. Did, did you ever see that video of the guy that was doing the impression of Harrison Ford? Uh, I'll put, I mean, I'll pull up the video later. Yeah. Leaves scattered and buried. Uh, what do you think about it being first person and not uh, third person? I mean, I've seen it in third person. They've had various different video games. Probably one of the best ones was um, the Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Great point-and-click game. LucasArts point-and-clicks were fantastic. Uh, the Infernal Machine was pretty good as well. It was pretty solid. They also did... Um, no, that, that was on the Wii. That was Staff of Kings. That was on the Wii. Um, and then there's the Emperor's Tomb. Yeah, so we, we've seen everything from point-and-click to third-person... To Lego Indiana Jones, so first person, why not? Yeah, I'm even sure you said the accents in the Wolfenstein games generally are good, though. So I wonder if it's on the purpose to mimic uh, the movie's accents. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would say that's a thing there. Um, I do consider Ty Howard a negative sign, but I think Machine Games uh, will balance his presence out. Okay. All right, let's continue. Just waiting to be found. Can't just run away from your problems, Indiana. Watch me. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Got the Wilhelm. Yes, that's the Wilhelm scream. Happy to see it. Mankind has built sites of great spiritual significance. If you were to draw a line. Through these ancient sites around the globe, you get a perfectly aligned circle. There, he sounds a lot like. Him. Yeah. Punching the shit out of people. Absolutely. Very interesting. Absolutely. Trust me. It ain't a walk in the park. Okay, then. Let's see if you can keep up. What do you mean if I can keep up? Good looking game. Oh, Why yeah. Patron of the fallen angels. Protector of the... Chukumani. The great circle. All right. So what do you think about Indiana Jones and the Great Circle trailer? I think it looks interesting. Uh, be more curious to see how it works out. Machine Games came out really strong with their initial Wolfenstein game. I think that was actually really strong. And then New Colossus was kind of too much, I think. And I didn't appreciate kind of how they treated the Trophy Hunter community and how they handled the uh, whole mine laven um, achievements on that. Cause they basically just, instead of like pulling back on that, they doubled down and uh, they were, people were not happy about that. And then they released young bloods, which was terrible. Young Bloods was just terrible. So this could be a chance for them to redeem themselves. I think Todd Howard being there as an executive producer could have hurt us a little bit, but I think machine games could probably balance it out. Honestly, if it's just, I just hope for a decent game. If if that, I won't really expect too much from it. 
So this is coming out sometime in May 2024. It's going to be on Windows PC, Xbox Series X, and it will arrive on Game Pass day one uh, when it comes out. So that's going to help it a lot. I can tell you that right now. It's going to help it a lot. Um, yeah, so description says Wolfenstein uh, developer Machine Games and Bethesda Softworks revealed their new game based on Indiana Jones franchise, an original adventure called Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, set between the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Last Crusade. The Great Circle will send Indy on a globe-trotting adventure to solve an unraveling mystery. Joining Indy on his adventure will be a new character, Gina, an investigative reporter. His primary antagonist, uh, question mark, is uh, a villain named uh, Ermic uh, Voss, who appears to be after the same artifact as Jones. Uh, Machine Game showed off plenty of gameplay, which featured first-person whipping and gunplay, uh, as we saw in the trailer. Police uh, puzzle solving at ancient temples and death-defying stunts at one point in the game. And he jumps from the wings of one biplane to another and later scales a zeppelin. And these trademark bullwhip can be used for traversal and also a whip or uh, means of distracting enemies. Um, does this look like everything you want in the Indiana Jones game? Um... I mean, I'm just happy as long as they don't spit on Indiana Jones like they did in the Dial of Destiny. I'll be happy. Uh, I kind of have PTSD over that movie and how horrendous they treated Indiana Jones and how they treated his um, whether you liked Mutt from Indy Four or not. <laughs> the complete disrespect they did to that character and to his legacy still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So. If they can kind of redeem it by just giving one last good Indiana Jones adventure before the last crusade, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, my, my bar is low, brother. It's real low. Just yeah. give me a decent and the first person stuff, him just punching Nazis in the face. Yeah, that was good. I mean, that, that's pretty good. Just punch him. I don't know, something cathartic about that. You know, the man just punching yeah. people to shit in the face. That's right in for sure. All I wanted was for him to be fucking old. Look, man. He was in the Young Adventures of Indiana Jones. There was an old version of Indiana Jones, and he had grandchildren, and it was fine. And then Disney had to come in and screw that all up. Uh, it's tough because uh, you know you already had you know you had a great Indiana Jones franchise that just ended, Uncharted Four. Um, uh, yeah, Indiana Jones basically there, like Gold. um, like Indiana Jones before it had three great three great games and then they made a fourth one that was completely unnecessary yeah, i like the fourth one i like the fourth one um and i, I mean i honestly with the indiana jones movies it's kind of like one great one one bad one one great one one bad one it kind of goes on and off actually i uh, like raiders great temple of doom and eh, that don't so I, I admire temple of doom for at least being different um last crusade great really great then oh, yeah. you hate kingdom of the crystal skull so eh, yeah. okay uh but yeah i mean you just had this which but um yeah um yeah so we'll see sometime in 2024 um since it's, i have game pass it's gonna be coming on game pass i'm gonna check it out please please do let me know how you think um yeah i mean you're gonna probably play too right you damn right game? i am yeah so yeah if it comes out we're gonna give a review for it um we're gonna give our thoughts on it. all right um so that was our discussion about the xbox showcase there but be heading out raiding somebody uh thank you radio infantry thanks for showing up man uh, I thought Uncharted uh, three was the weakest of four uh, of the four. Honestly, um, no, I don't know. I think four is the weak. I like four. I like the ending of four. Four is it just feels like the gameplay is like I don't know. It feels like it, the gameplay it, uh, is more than the story. Four is completely yeah. But, look, four is uh, uh 
I know I'm I'm underrated in the even the Uncharted fan base, but I think four is by far the weakest. Unfortunately, because um, Amy Henning left halfway through making it, so she didn't even get to finish her damn story, and it feels like that. Mm. It feels like a half finished idea and story that had to be finished up by Neil Druckmann, and uh, we see what he does when he just is by himself. Mm. So yeah, um, but I, I don't I don't uh, dislike Uncharted Four though. I still think it's gameplay good. was strong though, like no doubt. Yeah, I just felt like there wasn't. It's kind of like MGS Guns for the Patriots. So it was just like a lot of lot of cutscenes. Oh yeah, um, of the as much as I kind of like Guns of the Patriots, it is by far the weakest. And uh, there's a reason Kojima didn't want to make a fourth game. He wanted to end the franchise on three, but Kojami wanted. Um, but Kojima, but Konami wanted more, and so Kojima's like fine. And then he tried to wrap all the loose ends, and then has even now in the now in interviews said, "Yeah, I regret some of the decisions I made and how I handled the characters." He even regrets making Snake old and a bunch of other things. He's like, "I was mostly angry and a kind of other things that I just wanted to be done with the franchise." And now looking back at it, I, I kind of really regret a lot of the things I did. And I, like George Lucas, I may have gone too far in a few places. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he did the fifth one and tried to do something kind of different. And then they didn't even let him finish the fifth game. <laughs> um, 